It's Friday, July 28th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell Thursday, ending a streak of 13 consecutive winning sessions. The Dow's run of gains was the longest since 1987 and the second longest on record. The blue chip index fell 237 points on Thursday. The S&P 500 fell 0.6%, while the Nasdaq Composite dropped 0.5%. Stocks were in the green for much of the session, losing steam in the afternoon. The major indices were little changed for the week as investors weighed continued economic strength and stronger earnings than many on Wall Street had expected. The possibility of a sharp economic slowdown has been a long-running concern for investors, as the Federal Reserve had raised interest rates to their highest level in 22 years. In other news, while the world's attention has been focused on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, new Russian attacks against U.S. drones have made Syria a fraught arena for military competition between Moscow and Washington. The risk of confrontation was underscored Wednesday when two Russian fighters approached a U.S. MQ-9 Reaper from behind as it flew over northwest Syria. One of the Russian planes then dropped flares that struck the left wing of the drone, damaging it in three places, U.S. officials said. Wednesday's incident followed one on Sunday when another MQ-9 was damaged in what U.S. officials believe is a concerted Russian effort to pressure the U.S. military to pull back from Syria. In world news, Israelis returned to the streets of Tel Aviv on Thursday for a mass demonstration after protest leaders called to increase unrest in response to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's judicial overhaul. The protest comes on one of the most somber fast days on the Jewish calendar, Tisha B'Av, commemorating the destruction of the first and second ancient temples in Jerusalem. The protest organizers have played off the timing of the fast, saying Netanyahu was causing the third destruction of the Jewish homeland. On Monday, Israel's Knesset passed the first part of a broader plan to limit the powers of the Supreme Court and hand more control to lawmakers. Proponents of the plan say the court is controlled by liberal justices who too quickly overturn the will of the people and must be reined in to restore a proper balance between the branches of government. Opponents say the effort is aimed at enacting legislation that would destroy Israel's liberal democracy trample on minority rights, and impose more religion in the public sphere. Back in the U.S., FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried will no longer face a campaign finance charge at an October criminal trial, federal prosecutors say, citing a decision by Bahamian authorities to reject a count in the indictment that was not listed on the warrant against him when he was extradited to the United States in December. Prosecutors told U.S. District Judge Louis A. Kaplan in a letter that the government in the Bahamas notified it on Wednesday that authorities there did not consider the charge to be included in Mr. Bankman-Fried's extradition. Bankman-Fried has been confined to his parents' Palo Alto, California home as part of a $250 million bail package that prosecutors on Wednesday asked a judge to revoke. Prosecutors say his extensive contact with the news media demonstrates an effort to affect the jury pool. And, 
University of Colorado is leaving the Pac-12, and the Big 12 is ready to welcome the Buffaloes back to the conference they left a dozen years ago. Colorado's Board of Regents voted 9-0 in a special remote meeting Thursday to approve the conference switch in 2024. The landscape of collegiate sports is ever-evolving, and the University of Colorado Boulder has determined the Big 12 is the best future fit for our athletic teams, school president Todd Salomon said. These decisions are never easy, and we valued our 12 years as proud members of the Pac-12 Conference. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.